Hello and welcome to this edition of Bumfrey's Occult, Season 2, Episode 2, for those who like to keep a note of such things. This episode takes its inspiration from the novella by the decadent illustrator Aubrey Beardsley. He illustrated the myth of the Teutonic fairy figure Tannhauser, but Bunfrey has focused in on a rather perverted little fellow that appears in one of the earlier drawings within the sequence. Let us proceed. There had been reports in Crosby, a rather past its best Victorian commuter suburb of Liverpool, where I currently, much to my chagrin, reside, of shoes, ladies' shoes, being covered in ectoplasmic emissions and being left in a state of disgustingness at the bottom of people's stairs. Such was the endemic proportions of this phenomena that Bumphrey, being well known as a personality, philanthropist, and most importantly of all, a world authority on the machinations of the occult and the dark arts, had been called to investigate matters and save the womenfolk of Crosby's shoes from being soiled in such foul manner. With that in mind, then, Bunny and myself repaired to a rather nouveau, well-to-do, five-bedroom detached property in the upper end of Crosby, where we met Darcy Whelan, head of the local Women's Institute. Darcy was brassy, false eyelashes, hair extensions, shellac nails, permatan, Botox, fillers, the whole shebang. It was a little outre for the likes of me, who likes a more homely girl. But there we go, each to their own. Darcy introduced herself. Come in, Bumfrey. I'm having such a nightmare with me fucking shoes. Really? Do explain, Mrs. Whelan. Well, it's happened a few times to me and a few times to other girls in the Women's Institute. We were here discovering our, like, Jimmy Chews and our Louis Vuittons at the top of the stairs, all covered in, like, ectoplasm. It's fucking disgusting. And I've had to throw them away. I mean, I can't put me fuck me pumps on if they're covered in some disgusting emission from God knows what. It's cost me a fucking fortune to replace them when I'm going on a hen night 
on a night with the girls, you know, cheeky cocktails, whatever. Boop, boop. Yes, I am familiar with hen nights, although I do not attend them myself, being a chap. Yeah, all right, Bumphy, don't be so fucking snotty. Listen, I'm paying you, aren't I? Yes, yes, you are paying me. Well, fucking so the line then. <laughs> okay, <laughs> will do, Mrs. Whelan. What we need to do is set a trap for what I believe is a deranged occult entity which is entering the premises of you attractive, if a little overdone. Pardon, you heard, women folk of the locale, and we'll see what's happening. Bunny and myself baited a trap with a particularly sparkly and, quite frankly, awful stacked pair of Jimmy Trues at the bottom of Mrs. Darcy Whelan's stairs. Round about, we set a trap which we would hope would capture the nasty chap that was engaged in these awful activities. We were not to be disappointed. We waited many hours and saw naught but a tiny mouse twitching its little nozzle before chipping off around the wainscoting. But then we heard a squinkling little sound, tiny footsteps. We had an intake of breath as the bait was perceived. And then, bang, action, Whoa, lights on, boom, we got him. Upside down, by the ankle, attached to the punje cord that Bunny and myself had so expertly administered, was the creature responsible for the ectoplasmic fetish shoe emissions. It was none other than a leprechaun. Ah, Jesus Christ! I'm fucking upside down! <laughs> There's no need to lay on the accent so thick. Honestly, it's the best I could do. I'm only improvising. I'm not really Irish. I'm just pretending to be Irish. All right, let's not break the fourth wall so much. Right, back into character then. Oh, fuck. I'm upside down. I'm stuck upside down. I'm a leprechaun. Oh, dearie me. And there he was. Ginger beard. Hat. Fallen off his bald pate. Buckley shoes. Velvet waistcoat. Fill in the blanks yourself. The whole shebang. A bloody leprechaun. It was unfortunate that we could perceive his tumescent boner down the side of his breeks. He was, indeed, a deranged little fellow who, there's no other, there's no way to put this nicely, had been <sighs> wanking into everyone's shoes, thus rendering them unwearable. A terrible state of affairs. But we got the fucker, and there he was upside down. You got to let me go, Bumfrey. I'm an addict. I can't stop. I can't stop wanking in ladies' shoes. Yes, 
That is awful. Um, well, I'm trying to be nicer these days. I felt a little bit bad when I chainsawed the green man into a nest of tables in the previous episode. Let's see what we can do. Oh, I'm ever so grateful, Bunfrey. I don't like myself. It's no way to live, wanking in people's shoes. What you need is a girlfriend, really. Some sort of outlet. Are there many available female leprechauns locally? Not a jot. I haven't met a lady in 200 years. Well, no wonder you're wanking into shoes. I'd probably do the same if I hadn't had a portion for 200 years. Ash, that's very good of you, Bunfrey. So what we did, we got the leprechaun, whose name, I might add, <laughs> was Seamus O'Flaherty. Seamus O'Flaherty, that's me. I'm a fucking leprechaun who wanks into shoes. Yes, we're trying to sort that out, aren't we? Oh, yes. <laughs> Carry on, Bobfrey. <laughs> we got him on the internet. No, I know what you're thinking. It was indeed the internet and all those awful things he'd been looking at that got him in the situation where he was. Now, we got him onto more benevolent aspects of the internet. We got him dating. Match.com. Other websites are available. Uniform dating for leprechauns, I guess. Anyway, that sorted him out. And before long, he had a nice lady leprechaun <laughs> into which to park his pink torpedo. And <laughs> all, <laughs> all incidences <laughs> of shoe <laughs> fetish wanking in the locale were ended forthwith. Darcy Whelan, Julie paid me. Oh, thanks, Bumfrey. You've really sorted me out. Help me out with drags. Ah, I was doing too much beak. Ah, mate. Ah. No problem, Mrs. Whelan. And the leprechaun, Seamus O'Flaherty. Ah, I'm so grateful, Bumfrey. You've sorted me out. <laughs> was happy in a monogamous and fulfilling sexual relationship. <laughs> Bumfrey had done it again, the occult maestro, with the assistance, not very much, of his cowardly sidekick Bunny, had solved the problem, which, unsurprisingly, had occurred in quite a boring part of the Northwest. <laughs> Tune in next time when all kinds of bonkers phantasmagoria and improvised occult nonsense will smack you in the ears like an audio dildo from satan's bellend <laughs> Bum 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 b